Thank you so much, Glambitious listeners, for tuning in to another episode of the Glambitious Podcast. We are so delighted to have you. We're also delighted to have with us today a special guest, Chaplain Paulette McPherson. Um, Chaplain McPherson, would you please introduce yourself to the Glambitious listeners? Yeah, sure. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. I'm super excited. So my name's um, Chaplain Paulette McPherson, also known as the Practical Chaplain. Um, I'm a mother of two grown children, thank you, Jesus. And I work for Johns Hopkins Medicine. I'm also a professional certified life coach, and I'm proud to say that I'm a first-time author. Awesome, awesome. So Faith to Fiery Trials was your first time? Um, being an author? Yes, it was. And it was a fiery trial of trying to be a first-time author. (laughs) (laughs) But we got there in the end. (laughs) Well, talk to us about your experience with being a a first-time author in the Fate to Fiery Trials anthology. Oh, my goodness. Well, it was was just amazing. You know, thank God for Dr. Nicole Mason, Esquire, um, that she invited me me to join um you know the the cohort and it was it was like at first I was like yeah okay uh, I don't know <laughs> and you know ultimately I said yes and I, um I was speaking to her the other day and I said there were times where I felt like turning water into wine it tested my faith it stretched me it really, really and truly stretched me um, beyond anything I could have even thought or imagined. I never saw myself being an author. Um, you know, I write okay, but I was just like an author, nah. But I remember in 2016 um, when I'd had a, a head, well, when I'd had a meeting with um, my bishop. And he was saying, yeah, I can see you being an author. And I'm like, yeah, 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 I can't see that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I never really doubted him because, you know, he's a man of God and, and everything right. he has said has kind of come to, come to pass. Yes. Also, author was not, it wasn't kind of on my plate at that point. But here we are, what, four, seven years later, what, the number of completion. Here wow. And, yeah, I'm a first-time author. It stretched me beyond stretching but you know what um there's no um game without the pain as they say so yeah that's right that's right well you got through it and now you are an author so congratulations to you you, (laughs) you're welcome so in what way do you hope this anthology um whether it be the entire book because i'm sure the entire book is going to bless readers or is like in what way do you hope that your part specifically will help readers okay. or impact their lives? Well, let's talk about the entire book. Um, I can't wait. One of the things of being um, kind of like a guest author is that you don't know what the other ladies are writing about. Right. And so as time, as time, you know, we've got, as we've gone down this journey throughout this year, I'm just like, I can't, never mind my portion. I just can't <laughs> wait to read their story. Because um, awesome. from what I'm, you know, you get little hints of what it could be about, but it may not be about. Um, and so I'm really excited about this, this whole volume four Um I'm just excited about that. How do I think that my portion, my little portion will impact um, 
the people. I think I think what I'm writing about my um, I'm not going to tell you what I'm writing about. Right. I'm going to tell you the title um, of my um, of my portion. It's called Say, Save Your Daughter or Saving Your Daughter. I can't remember. I've changed it so many times. It's I think it will impact um, not just women, but men and women raising children. Um, you know, we always say life is lifing. And is yes. I'm a very practical person, also a spiritual person. So when you put that together, I think it will impact um, people, you know, to know that it's okay to make mistakes raising children. And right. um, I'll leave the rest there. Awesome, awesome. So re- listeners, you have to go and get the book to find out the rest of it. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes. What would you say is the power and impact of sharing your story because so many people say they feel like they have a book inside of them but they don't really want to share it what would you say is um the power and impact of sharing your story well somewhere in the bible that's my favorite line because i've got a memory like i said but it says that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the and the word of our testimony so I, I personally believe that everyone has a story. Your story might not be my story. My story might not be somebody else's story, but everybody has a story. Um, I've never been one of these people to sh- say, oh, I'm going to share my story. I honestly think that um, this whole, this volume four, or even the previous volumes, they're, they're God, it's a God idea. It's, yes. it's one thing to have a good idea, but it's another yes. thing to have a God idea. Amen. And so I believe that um, what Dr. Nicole is doing, it's a God idea and it's allowing um, people like me, not just women, because, you know, she had the men edition too. So it's allowing people who may not have necessarily felt that they would impact anybody with their story to have the opportunity to look deep inside themselves. And, and you know, we write when we're healed. <laughs> when we, come we don't write when we're going through. So, mm-hmm. you know, we write once we've been in the trial, come through the trial, mm-hmm. you know, come out not smelling as smoke as it were. And so um, I just think that, you know, writing this story and I think it's going to impact people wherever they are. And I think that everybody has a story within them. Is it, I think it's all about timing, to be honest. Somewhere again okay. in the Bible, I believe in lamentations. There's a time and a season for everything. So I think that although everybody has a story because everybody has been through something because if, if you've not been through something, then you're not living. But I think right. it's the timing of when you write that story or when you tell that story. And I think that's what that's what will be impactful to everyone. Awesome, so the timing. Yes, I can see where the timing is very important because like you said, we write once we've healed because that, that's what makes the timing so important because if you're writing while you're going through, you're more than likely gonna be writing from a place of pain. That's right. But if you wait until you heal, you can, right from a place of power, a place of purpose. And you're going to tell the story differently as right. well. Because yeah. when you, well, if you're going through, then it's a woe is me story. You know, like, right. I mean, absolutely I'm really going through. But once you've come through, you can say, you know what? I went through, but hey, if I can come through this or if I can come through that, then you know what? Then you can too. And that's where the victory comes in. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So you being a chaplain, I know you hear many stories of people going through their own fiery trials. So what advice can you give the listeners who may be experiencing a fiery trial? They call me the practical chaplain because I am very practical. Um, (laughs) One thing, uh, yeah, I hear stories all day, every day from uh, just like, you know, like all the way through the day, all the way through the night. Uh, You know, everybody's got a story. Um, As a chaplain, I like to um, facilitate people's narratives. I like to listen to them Um, because everybody says, what do you do as a chaplain? Do you pray? And I'm just like, I wish I did. Yeah, we do pray, yes. you know, but we see people of all faiths and right. some people that don't have a faith tradition. So, you know, that's a belief in and of itself. And so listening to people's stories, um, it's a blessing to be able to facilitate somebody's narrative, to hear, to hear what they're saying. Um, yeah, being a chaplain, I, I mean, I love it. Um, I listen to people all day, but it's uh, what I like about it is that um, one of the theories um, that I practice, and it is a real theory, by the way, I just can't remember its name, (laughs) (laughs) is that we take people for where they are in life, wherever you find them, that's, you know, there's no right or wrong. If this is how you're feeling, this and this is how you're feeling. What I would say in a practical way for people to get through their, um, trials is to develop spiritual disciplines and a spiritual mm-hmm. discipline could be um journaling mm-hmm. that that's a, you know that's a spiritual discipline um listening to music listening to scripture um you know writing down their thoughts and things like that do what's best for you what works for you is not going to work for me and what works right. for you and vice versa so for me um a spiritual discipline that i like to practice is I pray in the car. That's because mm. that's, that's me. That's when I'm most. I hope I'm concentrating because I'm on the road. But that, <laughs> that's that's my time, and I use that time in my extended journey to work. Now, um, I use that time to you know to commune with God and to hear what He's saying, to pray for others, you know, to you know give God thanks and praise. Another um, thing that I like to do, I like to listen to music. And I believe that God speaks through everything. Um, yes. Listening, it, it says he somewhere in the Bible. I believe in Revelation. You <laughs> have to have an ear. Let him hear what the Spirit is saying. Right. And so God speaks through um, music. He speaks through. He speaks through everything. But we have to be listening. And so I would uh, my 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 if I was to tell somebody to do something from a practical mm-hmm. standpoint is to develop a spiritual discipline that works for you. One of the th- prayers that I use almost every single day has to be the serenity prayer, because mm-hmm. even if you kind of, kind of sort of believe in God, um, mm-hmm. it's applicable to you. And that's why they use it in the 12 step plans for Alcoholics Anonymous. You know, God grant mm-hmm. me the ser- serenity, give me peace. Yes. The things that I can't change. Well, let's look at some of the things that you can't change. Right. In a hospital, you can't change that you're sick. Right. You can't change that you're admitted. You can't change quite a few things. But, you know, give me the courage to change the things I can. Well, what are some of the things that you can change? You can change your mindset. Mm -hmm. You can change diet. You can set healthy boundaries. 
and you know grant me the wisdom to know the difference basically and once you've got um you once you know the um the difference between the things you can change versus the things you can't change then i i honestly believe that you're on a winning streak wow i love it i love it great advice thank you so much for sharing that with us um, I'm sure the listeners received something from that. So can you tell us what's next for you and the rest of 2023 and beyond? I wish I knew. <laughs> <laughs> I so that's a good answer. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And I, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not deep and mysterious and saying, thus saith the Lord. No, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> and you know what? Here's another step. Here's another um, nugget. I often say to um, my patients and, you know, my clients, just take every day, you know, one day at a time. And there's sometimes when you, your days are really rough, we can't yeah. even take a day at a time. It's like, let's, let's get from one, let's get from nine till 10, right. 10 to 11. And let's take, you know, let's live in the moment, live in the moment yes. and take each hour, each minute. It, it, it's in bite sizes. How do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? And so I, I do I know what's next? No, but what I do know, I do know that my steps are ordered. Yes, yes. Bible somewhere too. My steps yes. are ordered. The steps of a good man or woman are ordered. And right. um, and I'm trusting God for my next. He's never let me down regardless of the five yeah. trials I have been through in life. You know, we had Job call me Joe S. Love it. Be like Job and say, though he slay me, yes, I trust him. And that is in the book of Job. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what's next? I don't know, but I do know who's gonna be with me in my next. Amen. I love that answer. I love it. Chaplain McPherson, it's been such a delight having you on the Glambitious podcast today. Can you let the listeners know how they can connect with you? Sure. Um, you can find me on the World Wide Web at paulettemcpherson.com um, without an A, so paulettemcpherson.com. I am on Facebook and Instagram as the Practical Chaplain. Okay, awesome. Listeners, go and connect with Chaplain McPherson. We want to thank you all for listening today. And again, thank you so much, Chaplain McPherson, for coming on and sharing with us. It's Until next time. Thank you.